welcome to this week's podcast where we're talking about the murder castle. Never heard of it? You're about to find out all about it in this week's Supernatural Edge. Hello and welcome to the show where today we're talking about one of the most intriguing stories in American history. In fact, it was the first to be called a serial killer. And that came courtesy of a man who called himself H. H. Holmes and his murder castle. But we're going to go back to 1893 to the World's Fair in Chicago, which at the time uh, was celebrating the 400th anniversary of Columbus's arrival in the States. And it was called the Columbian Exposition. Now, this event was enormous with exhibits, uh, the first gas-powered motor car, quadricycle, uh, there was just loads of stuff going on, chocolate displays. But, sadly, for many, it's become most well-known for the Myrtle Castle of H.H. H. Holmes, America's first documented serial killer. Now, this man, who was born Herman Webster Mudgett in New Hampshire in 1861, well, he abandoned his wife and children and just moved to Illinois. Now, he called himself Holmes after Sherlock Holmes, as you probably may have guessed from Sir Conan Arthur Doyle. Now, after arriving in Chicago, he worked at a pharmacy for a while, where it's believed he was just basically taking money and conning people out of money. And just eight years later, Jackson Park would become the site of the World Fair. As we said before, Clubbing Exposition. Now, there was exhibits for... for over 40 countries in this place and it attracted and it's big numbers for those days 27 million people attended now so where does the murder castle fit in now as well as being a con artist he's swindled money from the pharmacy and purchased empty lots in englewood neighborhood of chicago and he built this strange structure which was a labyrinth uh, with shops on the first floor and uh, some apartments as well but what people didn't know is that it was booby-trapped with loads of traps, secret passages, soundproof rooms, and even disorientating mazes of hallways and staircases. In fact, the rooms were actually had trap doors over chutes that dropped them straight into the building's basement, and the people had absolutely no idea what was about to happen. Now, once in the basement, well, you were never going to escape. Acid vats, pits of quicklime, which is often used for decaying corpses, and even a crematorium where Holmes would finish off his victims. Sounds uh, pretty wrong, doesn't it? And it is in all accounts. So how did he get people there in the first place? Remember, 27 million people attended this event. So what better way to do it than offer cheap lodgings? Now, still today, there's much debate over how many people were killed. And uh, that's been debated by historians, as we mentioned. Holmes was apprehended after he fled Chicago uh, following the end of the welfare. And he was arrested in Boston for alleged murder of his assistant, Benjamin Pitzel, and two of Pitzel's children. Now, on the run, Holmes had also misled Pitzel's wife, collect insurance money, 
and living with his widow and three of their children. Police eventually discovered the body of one of the murdered children and discovered it led to Holmes' arrest. Now, after being arrested, you think, well, he'd just admit it, wouldn't he? But, well, he did to a degree. He claimed to have killed more than 200 people in the murder castle. But he only actually confessed to 27. We've already mentioned some of those, Pitzel and two of his daughters. But there's been much research about this, and more recently it's believed that he killed just nine. Now, we say just nine, that's still a big number, still significant, but not the scores and the amounts that he first claimed. But, to make things worse, Holmes also made a bit of money out of this, because... Whilst away in trial and sentencing, he wrote his own biography, Holmes' own story, in which he wrote, I could not help the fact that I was a murderer, no more than a poet can help the inspiration to sing. Yeah. After brief incarceration, he was hanged for his crimes in Philadelphia in 1896, and his body, well, was at Holy Cross Cemetery just outside Pennsylvania City. But... That's what happened to Holmes, but what about the murder castle? Well, you'll probably be glad to hear that it is not there anymore, because after Holmes was arrested and executed, there were lots of rumours that went around that the authorities actually let Holmes off and didn't execute him, they executed someone else. And they allowed him to escape. Hmm. Through bribery, of course, but that doesn't seem to be true based on current research. Now, in response to the rumours, in March 2017, just two years ago, Holmes' descendants, who uh, live in Delaware, they did a petition to have the remains exhumed to undergo DNA testing. And the results were positive. They were, in fact, Holmes. Now, the site that the uh, murder castle was on, well, that that kind of showed intrigue, to be fair. And... It is gone. It was gutted by fire. Two people went into the building late one night. They were were witnessed by someone and burnt the place down. But it wasn't removed straight away. It in fact stayed there until around 1938 when it was eventually torn down. It's now the uh, Englewood branch of the US Post Office. Hmm. Interesting story, but what about the hauntings? Well, it's fair to say that for years afterwards... Uh, we're going to be careful here because some of these people's descendants, of course, are, are living. People claimed to come across all sorts of paranormal phenomena. Not just in the building itself when it was there and before it was gutted by fire, but also in the US Post Office in Englewood as well. It's no surprise, really, when you consider the stuff that happened in that particular place. Now, this... This story actually uh, gained my intrigue very recently after watching a a TV show on Netflix called Timeless, which is based um, on on true historical events, but people going back in time to try and change them. It's well worth a watch because there are some interesting storylines on there, including this one. So, Holmes, yep, still supposed to haunt uh, the branch. So many of his victims. Well, that's it for this week's show, but don't forget, we're here each and every week, and if you've got a story you want us to talk about, or your views, get in touch with us via our Facebook page. Have a good week, we'll see you soon.